And welcome back to the No Excuses Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Dayton, joined as always by my counterpart, Riker Schiff. Riker, it's great to be back with you. It's great to be back, Sam. We got a lot of stuff to cover today in sports that's been going on over the past two weeks. You know, the NBA is back. Got a little start. We got a good race for the eighth spot. We do, certainly, yeah. Um, On both sides. And uh, why don't we start off by... Struggling to get that eighth spot in the Washington Wizards. Yeah, the Wizards have fallen behind, actually, behind <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets, who are actually not even invited and are eliminated from the playoffs. So the Wizards are basically done in the East. They're just there to have a good time and yeah, have a good time in Orlando. Maybe have a little vacation. Um, but um, yeah, I'd like to start off the show with something a little funny. Uh, not funny if you're a Wizards fan, however. But uh, they didn't have Bradley Beal, but. We'll give them a break this time, I guess. Mm-hmm. We'll see next year. And uh, some other teams are struggling a little. Uh, teams that we didn't potentially see struggling. Riker, what do you think about the Lakers' slow start to the bubble and their three-point shooting? Well, they're 2-3 and three currently in the bubble. Mm-hmm. They have losses to the Raptors, the Rockets, and um, the, the... No, they beat the Jazz, actually. I think they're actually just two and two, um, but oh, they lost to the Thunder. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a blowout loss to the Thunder. Then last night, if anybody saw a blowout loss to the Rockets mm-hmm. and a blowout loss by fifteen to the Raptors, but the Raptors, I'm okay with that loss for them. Right, Raptors are playing well. Top mm-hmm. two team in the East, but inexcusable loss was definitely to the Thunder. They had everybody healthy. Um, out there playing for the Lakers. LeBron was out there, AD. They just lost by 20, and they're just not... They can't shoot the three. Yeah, they can't shoot the three. I think Danny Green's been shooting really badly. Alex Caruso's shooting like 11% from the three-point line or something. Turned into a foul machine as of recently. Yes. Little energy bug running around the court. Also... Missing shots, picking up fouls. Also, they have... Last night, they were playing very badly. They, I know they started Quinn Cook at mm-hmm. guard in place of LeBron being out, but the Thunder team was also down Russell Westbrook. So right, yeah. <laughs> not really like the Thunder. Uh, it's not, it's not know, the old Thunder you're used to. Mm-hmm. Advantage there. But um, they're struggling a little bit, and the Clippers also are struggling. Lost to the Suns. I know the Suns are 4-0 and in the bubble, but that's also a team that really all year – it's Devin Booker's first four-game winning streak of his entire career mm-hmm. He's been in the NBA for five years. So, see him 4-0 and beating the um, Clippers, who are supposedly, to everybody mm-hmm. on every talk show I've seen over the past week, better than the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a little bit concerning for the Clippers, but they should be okay now that Lou Williams is out of quarantine. So... And now with the Clippers, it's a um, little bit of a different issue. They just kind of need to get that chemistry back, what people have been talking about all year. But it certainly doesn't help that, um, I think as we talked about last time, they've got a little bit of a divide going on in the locker room just with some players not really uh, wanting to commit to the bubble, not wanting to go to the bubble. Yeah, so well, I the, think the, also once Montrezl Harrell gets back, mm-hmm. the, um, it's a big loss has been dealing with his grandmother um, passing, and he's been with his family. So once he comes back, I think he's going to be 
past quarantine in about a week, so he'll be in time for the playoffs. So that'll be a big boost off the bench, averaging over 19 points a game. Mm-hmm. Now let's get on to Ben Simmons being injured. I think this right. is the biggest injury so far in the bubble, at least star-wise. I know we saw um, Jonathan Isaac with his leg injury, but he's not more of a he's more of a role player. For right, he doesn't hold the impact that uh, Ben Simmons does. Um, ben Simmons obviously goes out with a knee injury. And uh, the 76ers doing okay in the bubble as it is. I think people, including us, kind of saw them as a sleeper going in. But um, there really hasn't been too much change to how they were playing in the regular season, uh, regardless of the fact that they were all healthy. But, hey, now now they're just playing like the regular season again, unhealthy. and (laughs) Back to 76er basketball, Back to 76er basketball. Anyway. Let's head over to the MLB. It's been a rocky start for the MLB. Well, hold on there. Uh, I know you wanted to talk about the oh, good yes, teams yes, in the yes, NBA. Yes, yeah, a lot of good teams playing right now. Uh, Houston, Portland, and uh, remind me, uh, the Raptors are all playing some of their best basketball right now, including yes. the Suns, who you mentioned earlier. Um, the Suns are 4-0 in the bubble. That's very surprising. They're making a really strong... Um, race for that eight spot, but I don't think it'll be enough because the Trailblazers mm-hmm. are just half a game back at the Grizzlies who have been blazing eighth spot. And um, the Grizzlies really, I don't know if they'll be able to get it together and get um, the eighth spot. But currently, um, Damian Lillard and Carmelo have been playing very well. Right. And... Um, now that the Blazers are fully healthy with Nurkic and Zach Collins coming back, mm-hmm. um, they're a real threat to even the Lakers if they meet them in the first round of the playoffs, the one versus eight seed. And I'm uh, also, also going to talk about Gary Trent Jr. have to. Um, he's been the leading uh, three-point shooter in the bubble. I think he's shooting something crazy around 57% right now. And uh, you look at that list and... Guess what? Number two three-point shooter in the bubble just happens to play on the same team, Damian Lillard. So if they get the A seed, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the first round versus the Lakers. Lakers, who aren't really playing all that great now, and Trailblazers, who's playing some of their best basketball of the year. But um, uh, I think going into the playoffs, teams like the Lakers and Clippers are going to have to shift their mindset a little. And I I don't think they're playing their best basketball right now. Also, with some of the injuries they're dealing with and players who have opted out, they're going to have to figure out um, how to implement more um, some of the better players. Also, we have Houston playing very well. Mm -hmm. Moving from, they started sixth in the bubble. They're in fourth place right now in the West. Um, I think a good matchup for them is the Utah Jazz, just because um, the Jazz really are have Gobert and the Jazz don't really look like they're playing well mm-hmm. at all. And um, so I think to the Rockets, the Jazz would be an easy first-round matchup. I don't think they would want to see the Nuggets at that sixth spot just because of the length of Bull Bull and Jokic mm-hmm. and be tough for um, them. Michael Porter Jr. Um, going to be interesting to see how the NBA shapes out going into the playoffs and uh, what actually goes down in the playoffs um, another team trying to get their regular season 
underway, or I should say, in wraps, um, is the MLB, but they're struggling a little. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, I was gonna cut to this earlier. We had a little bit more in the <laughs> sorry NBA about that to cover, but um, yeah, there are a lot of uh, Corona tests that are positive in the MLB, especially with the um, Marlins. Every team has been affected by it so yeah. far. But especially the Marlins, um, half their team tested positive, mm-hmm. and that, they've had to postpone many of their games. So there will be a lot of double headers going down the stretch of the season. It looks like if there is going to be, if they're going to continue the way they are. Yep, um, it seems like uh, you know half the games of every night are just getting postponed because of positive tests. Whether uh, positive tests are uh, truthful is another thing, and that's um, also been detrimental. Is um, potential misleading tests but yeah a lot of these ball clubs um certainly have a tough road ahead of them i i know um there's a good portion that have more games to play than days to play them in so it's going to be really tough on the players um but they're trying to finish the season i'd like to see the season uh finish out but um it'll be hard but certainly a question mark right now and um they're trying to manage it uh Anyway, let's talk a little bit about Joe Kelly. Right, yeah, Joe Kelly the, uh, getting Astros himself a little trouble the other day. Eight-game eight suspension, so he's going to be out for a little bit. Just in case you guys missed it, um, Joe Kelly, pitcher of the Dodgers, was throwing a couple of pitches uh, in the direction of, um, was it Adrian Beltrade's uh, head, and then the next batter he faced, he uh, ended up hitting him. Um, and it started out a full fight on the field. Right, yeah, benches cleared. Um, and it, I think it's just a little ironic, and Baseball World has certainly had their reaction to it, that uh, MLB handed out Joe Kelly an eight-game suspension, yet um, not a single one of those players or coaches uh, from the Astros has been suspended for... Um, cheating. Essentially <laughs> cheating in two World Series. But... Uh, yes. A lot of controversy there. Just rounding out the news, Verlander. Excuse me. Also, your um, news. I know you wanted to touch on Justin Verlander mm-hmm. being out for the rest of the year. Um, that's a big blow, but I mean, I don't know if there's going to be a season like continuing. Right. Yeah. Um, but that that forearm injury is Justin Verlander is certainly going to. Uh, hurt the Astros' chances as he's one of, if not the best pitchers in this league. Um, shifting to the NFL a little, there's been a lot of opt-outs, I think. NFL players are seeing what's happening in the MLB, um, and they're realizing that it's going to spread even even more so in a, a full-contact game with a lot more players, a lot more coaches. And... Um, I guess, yeah. The... Um NFL is going to probably have to go to a bubble, I would think, to pull off any sort of season that they might have. It's it's the most only logical conclusion because uh, the bubble has been working with the NBA, WNBA, MLS. We've seen the bubble can work, but the MLB... You, do, you have to figure out the logistics. Right. I, I think there was talks of potentially buying an island and yeah. setting up some stuff there, which I think is a great idea. And if there's one league that can afford it, it's certainly the NFL. True. Um, 
just uh, to name some of those opt-outs so you can get some of the uh, perspective on how lots of these teams are going to be affected. And there's players opting out from every single one of these 32 teams. And uh, just to name a few, Damian Williams of the Chiefs, uh, Nate Solder, and then Patriots have had a couple players opt out, including Donta Hightower, excuse me, um, other stars like Eddie Goldman. It's, it's going to be tough for the NFL. Um, and tough for some of these teams, but I guess one thing that's true is they're all going to have to manage, and they're all going to be playing a little depleted. So, um, just in some more business side of the news, the Chargers handed out five years and 135 million to uh, Joey Bosa. Um, that was a big deal. Um, keeping one of the best um, defensive ends in the league around for quite a while is going to be very useful for the Chargers down the road. And um, we all know with the Bosa brothers what they're capable of. They're all um, really good, talented football players. So mm-hmm. um, that's a good move. And also LaShawn McCoy to the Bucks. That'll help out Brady a little bit in the passing game. He can uh, rely on him out the backfield. Yeah, yeah, throw out to him in the flat. Certainly going to help Ronald Jones manage that load too. Um, 49ers are only adding to their Super Bowl team. They... Uh, had a pretty good draft this offseason. Then they brought in the Pro Bowl offensive tackle from Washington, Trent Williams. And recently they've also snagged another Redskin, or should I say football team player, in Jordan Reed, um, signing with them. And then uh, if we shift over to the NHL again, um, a little a little bit of different playoff formatting in the NHL. What they're doing is a, a Red Robin-style playoff, so... The four teams, uh, top four teams in each conference, uh, get a bye from the first round, and they're playing each other. Um, in the East, it's the Lightning, Flyers, Capitals, and Bruins. And um, based on their records from playing each other, that's how the uh, one through four seeds are going to be rewarded. Um, Tampa and Philly are currently two and zero in that. Caps are zero and one, and then Bruins are zero and two right now. Um, yeah, it'll be a little unfortunate for the Bruins because they had such a great regular season. But um, then there's also some other teams trying to play themselves into the tournament. Islands and Hurricanes have already clinched their spot. Um, Blue Jackets, Maple Leafs, Penguins, uh, to name some other teams that are trying to get in as well. Uh, same sort of uh, deal going on in the West with the Avalanche and Golden Knights currently 2-0 in their Red Robin, and then the Blues and Stars 0-2. The Coyotes and Flames have both moved on in the West, and Blackhawks, Edmonton, and Vancouver and Minnesota are all trying to buy their way in. It'll be interesting to see how the playoffs um, shift out. No fans. I think they'll um, be fine down the road, but um, I'm not a huge NHL guy. I know you follow it more than me, mm-hmm. but... Um, well, one thing I will say, um, sorry to interrupt, but one thing I will say throughout all these leagues is that, uh, especially with the NBA, I was kind of really surprised by the quality of play true. after five months off. There have been a lot of fouls, more fouls than usual. A little, you know, three-point shooting is yeah. a little weary, but um, the, the quality of play is, you know... Hasn't dropped off too much, and I, I can only expect it's going to pick up going into the playoffs, same as uh, the NHL. So we'll have to sit around and 
watch some watch some TV and see how this all plays out. But um, it'll be I'm, interesting to see also with colleges going back now with college football coming back. It'll be interesting to see also now that they're doing conference only schedules mm-hmm. and um, playing ten games. It'll be interesting to see how it works out and. We'll have more news on that, I'm sure, this coming up week because the season starts in a, on a little under a month. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll see if those schools can even uh, house their students. Yeah, I know a lot of schools are sending back their students uh, after a lot of positive corona tests. But um, we are going to see after that. See how we are going to have to see how that plays out. Um, Riker, it's been real. It's been a good show. Um, I know we have a little debate show coming up for you guys a little later on in the week, so we should, um, be getting that up soon. Should be anticipating. It will be very in-depth and... Yeah, there's going to be a lot more analysis of games, players, stuff like that. Um, so if that's something you guys are interested in, and you're going to have to, uh, check out our new episode that's going to be dropping within the next week or so, but, um... This is just the No Excuses podcast where we bring you news only and um, brought you the news for today. So you guys have a great rest of the week, and we'll see you next time on the No Excuses podcast. Thank you.
dwell for a second. Um, it's clearly Oklahoma. Yeah, it's going to be Oklahoma. <laughs> There's no really other team. Texas maybe with Sam Ellinger, but they still got to get through Oklahoma, and they haven't really in the past couple years. Yep. Especially Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, five-star quarterback, coming um, in to replace Jalen Hurts, and I just think they're going to be too much for the entire conference, especially with the quarterback genius in Lincoln Riley. Yep. Lincoln Riley is uh, definitely one of those coaches who um, has been making waves throughout the college football world. Uh, what players do you think are going to be making waves this fall, um, uh, potentially through the college football world, we could see uh, holding that Heisman trophy? Um, you got to look. Clemson has a couple people. They have ETN and um, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is the favorite right now. But I think he was the favorite also last year, but he – finished the last year strong mm -hmm. until the national title game. So I think him and ETN out of Clemson, the running back, coming back for senior year, he led the um, nation in yards per carry last year. Mm -hmm. And he's just going to be a little too much, and they'll probably use their running game a little more now that Justin Ross is out of the right. yeah. wide receiver conversation. Another Justin, though, Justin Fields, uh, who you mentioned earlier. I think he could just run Also has pretty good odds, because, yeah. He's in a weak conference with some teams that are not as good, and he's he just put up numbers last year that were fantastic. He threw no interceptions until the college football playoff. Um, so, yeah, he's a definitely a player to watch. I also think Kid on Slovis mm -hmm. out of USC yep. is a player to watch. Had a good he was third stringer, but he's really good quarterback to watch. Um, Chuba Hubbard. Really good season last year. I don't know. I'm surprised he didn't get a Heisman finalist um, since he rushed for over 2,000 yards mm -hmm. and led the nation in rushing. But he'll, he's a player to watch for sure. Um, and then Derek King, he transferred from Houston, if no one knows that, to Miami. Mm -hmm. um, he'll be Miami's starting quarterback this year in the ACC. So he could put up some numbers in a weak conference. And um, I really don't have any others. Do you have any? Well, just with UNC's recruiting class coming in, it'll be interesting to see what Sam Howell can do. I think that's probably going to be a sleeper pick for many, though. Um, regardless, it's been fun today, Riker. Thank you for uh, thank you for doing this, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys next week on the No Excuses podcast. I'm your host, Sam Dayton, joined by Riker Schiff. We'll see you next time. And also, I want to put it out there, I might have a guest star coming in. Just... I'm working on it, so keep you posted. Keep you guys posted.